Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Beer in Front. I'm your host, Dave Zalatoris. Every week, I'll discuss a beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way while we accumulate check-ins and our badges. Some weeks, I'll feature a new beer that has potential to be a classic. Being from Chicago, I'll talk about some local beers I had during the week, I'll add my spin to events of the day, and at the end of the show, I'll call out the Jagoffs of the week. This week's beer will be Lagunitas IPA. That's Beer in Front coming up now. Welcome to episode 59 of Beer in Front. How's everyone doing this week? Why I start out with that, I don't know. It's not like you could answer me. I'm going to have to come up with a new opening line soon. This should be a pretty quick episode. I didn't have a lot of beer this week. I think maybe one or two. I had some health issues, some stomach issues going on. Couldn't really drink that much. I could tell you a lot about water. I checked into a lot of water. I give Chicago tap water five stars on untapped. But now I'm pretty much back to normal. Not 100%, but I'm getting there. But yeah, this should be a quick episode outside of the Jagoffs, which there were many, and I will have a Lagunitas IPA as the beer in front this week. There was some beer news this week. I see that the state of New Jersey is offering people who have been vaccinated a free beer at participating breweries, and they're calling it their shot in a beer program, which I think is pretty cool. There was an article on goodbeerhunting.com about Stone and how they, now they say they're going to be more of a lager-based brewery, which is, it just strikes me as kind of odd since their whole existence has been pushing mostly hop-forward IPA. So, like I said, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out for them. And maybe they could focus more on beer instead of suing everybody and everything that has the word stone in their name. On Twitter this week, Beer Cruncher tweeted out that the price of Tech containers is going to go through the roof this summer, and I believe that there is an increase being passed on to brewers starting next month. Now, for those that aren't don't know what I'm talking about with Tech, those are the plastic containers that your craft beer six-packs in four packs come on. Those are the plastic containers that go on top of the beer. And I guess that the price of the materials they use, even though it's allegedly 
mostly recycled materials, but the price of this is going up and that's going to be passed on, like I said to brewers, how that's going to be, how that's going to affect consumers, I'm not sure, but there will be a price increase soon. There's a few breweries that actually take back the Pactech containers for recycling them. They don't reuse them, but they recycle them. And I guess it's hard to recycle where there's only a few breweries that wind up taking them back. But I saw it was either yesterday or Monday that Bermiscuous is going to take them back and give you a credit off of your purchase for bringing in, you know, your Pactech containers. So... If you live in the area, stop over there and recycle your containers. In Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced today that concerts and festivals and other events will return as the city reopens. So the Taste of Chicago, I guess, will be back. The Maxwell Street Market, other concerts downtown at Millennium Park, and some street festivals will be coming back. I know like a lot of them have already been postponed for 2021, but you know, maybe the ones that are usually later in the summer, early fall, those can come back. So that would be nice to see. I know like our area here has a couple really good ones, keeping my fingers crossed that like the Square Roots Festival is back for 2021 because that one's a great one. The beer that's in front of me this week is the classic Lagunitas IPA. Lagunitas has been around since 1993. They're based out of Petaluma, California. And about, what, six, seven years ago, they opened up their second location in Chicago. And that one is huge. If you've never been there, once everything opens up, I think they've been closed since March of 2020 because of COVID. But no, once they open up, if you've never been there, you should check it out. I mean, they have this cool Willy Wonka music as you're walking down this long corridor to get there. Uh, and if you go, get the Cuban sandwich. They make a great Cuban sandwich. The IPA is their flagship, and that has to be by far their best seller. So let's, let's talk about it. Let's crack this one open. Oh, this one has a good color on it. It's a nice amber color. Good carbonation as you pour it. There's a nice white head to this. The aroma is good. I pick up notes of citrus and pine, but no, there's a really good aroma on this one. The taste is good as well. This is definitely the classic Lagunitas IPA. For my taste buds, the first thing that hits me when I'm sipping this, I get the sweetness of the malt and then the hops hit me. And it's the same like the aroma. I get more citrus than pine. And there's definitely, you know, this is an old school IPA. This has, what, 51 IBUs, I believe. So you get that bitterness on the back end of your throat or on the back end of your tongue where you know this is a hoppy, this isn't hazy, this is a hoppy IPA. I can't quite put my finger on the finish here and how to describe it. You know, I said it does, the bitterness is there on the back of the tongue. And this is only a 6.2% alcohol beer. I'm not sure if I get a little booziness in the aftertaste on this or not, but there's something there that I'm not quite sure. This is, 
like I said, it's the classic Lagunitas IPA. This was a huge seller. I'm sure you could still find it everywhere. You know, at your grocery store, gas station, liquor store, everywhere, especially now that, you know, they've been bought out and are pretty much a Heineken subsidiary. I used to drink a ton of Lagunitas, and I really don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I had the Lagunitas IPA, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's still a classic West Coast IPA, but uh, I can't say I love this anymore. You know, I used to drink a ton of it. Yeah, it's a good beer, but I think it's been overtaken by... Many other IPAs, obviously now with the haziness that's out there, but even as far as West Coast IPAs go, I think this has been overtaken by many, many breweries out there. Like I said, this isn't a bad beer. If you see it, and you normally could find it pretty cheap, pick it up. It's a you know good classic West Coast IPA. I'm going to finish this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to dump the rest of this. But I don't love it like I used to. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to include my podcast, Beer in Front, in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Okay, it's everyone's favorite segment. It's the Jagoffs of the Week. I mentioned earlier in the show that I've been having some stomach issues. And in the middle of that, my stomach just made this loud growl. So if your little Jagoffs of the Week reverb had a little extra bass to it, that was my stomach and hopefully it won't be repeated. Denver Congressperson Lauren Bobbert. Now she, you know, ran on being the small business owner, her and her dick-showing husband have this bar in Colorado called Shooter's Grill. And how can you expect Representative Bobber to be a good person and know the law and know the rules? This person let their logo, let the trademark for their logo expire and let the trademark for their like web store expire. So they no longer own their own logos and the person that bought it is selling it and their money's going to be used for Lauren's opponent. So Lauren, you're just an idiot. You're a jag off. How do you let this happen? How? How do you let this happen, Lauren? Clown. Kansas Senator Roger Marshall. <laughs> Oh, this is classic. So he puts out this video that he's talking about the wonderful Kansas City area, and he's in front of a plaque and a statue that he is saying is a statue 
of the former owner of the Kansas City Royals. There's a couple things here that are wrong, Senator. One, you're on the Missouri side of Kansas City, so you're actually doing this video while you're in Missouri, not your home state of Kansas. Two, if you would have turned your head or maybe looked at the statue you're talking about, you would realize that it is not the former owner of the Kansas City Royals. It's of Winston Churchill. Do you not know what the F you're doing? Jig off! Former National Security Director Michael Flynn was at a Bikers for Trump rally, and he called everyone up to lead the crowd into saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And I know, let's hear this. He doesn't know the words to the Pledge of Allegiance. Michael Flynn, you're a jagoff. Oh, there's finally some scandal about President Biden. Oof. He better resign now or be impeached for this because Newsmax showed footage of President Biden picking up a dandelion and giving it to his wife, Dr. Jill Biden. And this jamoke on Newsmax was saying that the dandelion was planted. Oh, it was a planted dandelion. Impeach him right now. Newsmax, jag offs. Pitcher for the Oakland Athletics, Jesus Luzardo. He fractured his finger playing video games. Then he went in to pitch with this hairline fracture and got rocked and his team lost. And now Jesus is on the injured list. You injured your finger playing a video game. Jag off. Caitlyn Jenner. Now she's going to be running for, or says she's going to be running for governor of California. And she's trying to win the GOP votes by saying that she opposes trans athletes from participating in women's sports. Uh, Caitlyn plays golf from the women's tees and has been playing in women's golf tournaments. I think you're a jagoff on this, Caitlin. I don't understand this. You are, or you were, I'm sorry, my fault. You were a world-class Olympic gold medal winner in the decathlon, but it's okay for you to play golf on women's golf tournaments and women's tees, but other trans athletes should not be able to participate in women's sports. Caitlin, you're a jagoff. Oh, but finally, we have proof of election fraud in Pennsylvania. There's finally proof after, what, five, six months now. Bruce Hartman of Delaware County, Pennsylvania, he voted for Trump. Then he registered his mother for an absentee ballot. An absentee ballot. She voted for Trump, too, but she's been dead for 12 years. So there's your voter fraud right there in Pennsylvania. Stop everything.
Bruce, you're a jag off. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, quote unquote from him, Democrats put all their faith in government. Republicans put their faith in people. Um, Senator, if that's the case, then why are Republicans pushing through 360 bills with voting restrictions on 47 states? Hmm, answer me that, John. Jag off. My favorite, you know, Jag off Hall of Fame winner, Senator Raphael Ted Cruz, admitted that he has and the GOP, they take money from corporations for their campaigns in exchange for favors. But now the customers of these companies, they're also, the customers are a part of these companies' success. And when they complain to the companies, like, why are you donating money? Ted gets upset and calls people woke and says that they're not going to take their money anymore. So you admit, Rafi, that you take money from companies for favors. You're a jag off and I'm not done with you. There's a CIA recruitment ad that shows people of different backgrounds that they want part of the new CIA. Well, Ted Cruz says that if you're a Chinese communist or Iranian or Kim Jong-un, would this scare you? We've come a long way from Jason Bourne. Rafi, you know Jason Bourne is a fictional character, right? Jag off, and I'm still not done with you. Then he tweets out that the Republican Party is not the party of the country clubs. It's the party of hardworking blue-collar men and women. Uh, Ted, the person whose boots you lick, the leader of the Republican Party, lives in a country club. You get that, right? The leader of your party actually lives in a country club. And then two days after Sweaty Teddy tweets this out, he puts out a picture of himself and his wife Heidi, the same woman that Trump called ugly. They're at the Kentucky Derby. So blue collar, you're sitting out there in the nice bougie area of the Kentucky Derby. That's not blue collar, Ted. You are a jag off. North Carolina Senator David Roser, he tweets out that he tweeted out a picture of a Hardee's that's allegedly closed because they can't find people to work for them. And he's saying that this is what happens when you extend unemployment benefits and you give people a stimulus payment because people won't go back to work. Hey, David, why don't you or why doesn't Hardee's pay people a living wage and then people would come to work. Don't be, you know, all sucking up to Hardee's because I think Hardee's can afford to pay people more than minimum wage. You're a jag-off. Oh, but the real jag-off of the week is Nashville resident Nicholas Newhart. Now, Mr. Newhart over the weekend went to Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse to enjoy himself and I guess he got inebriated. He blocked the tavern's outside emergency exit, and he refused the security officers who work at the establishment. He refused their demands to leave. So they called the police. Mr. Newhart didn't like that, so he took out his colostomy bag and started swinging it. And I guess 
two officers and other patrons of the bar were hit with Mr. New <laughs> hit with Mr. Newhart's feces. I, I have no words. <laughs> You're a jack off. That will wrap things up for this week's episode of Beer in Front. I do thank you so much for listening. Feel free to contact me with any ideas or suggestions at dave at beerinfront.com or you could reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Beer in Front. If you go to anchor.fm slash beerinfront, there is a spot there for you to leave a voice message if you want. And there's also ways on there where you could support the podcast if you wish. Thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you next week.